0: Hello and welcome to Ready Set Retire, an audio guide packed with information to help you achieve a successful retirement. I'm your co-host John McComb with more than half a century of award-winning broadcasting experience. It's my pleasure to join Lori Pinkowski every two weeks for Ready Set Retire. Lori is an award-winning and highly respected senior portfolio manager and investment advisor at Canaccord Genuity. She has been successfully managing retirement portfolios for over two decades. We're here to talk about everything from financial and estate planning to travel, hobbies and health matters, and so much more. Whether you're thinking about your retirement or already living your retirement dreams, Ready, Set, Retire is for you. And Laurie, after retirement, one of the next biggest transitions we go through is when we start to need additional care in our lives. Whether you're looking for a loved one who may need more care or in a place where you yourself may need more assistance, this time in life can be stressful. And some parents are reluctant to start the conversation with adult children because they don't want to be a burden, while some adult children don't want to think about their parents aging. The repercussions of not talking about retirement residence options can lead to negative consequences to health, wealth, and overall happiness.
1: That's right, John. At some point, most adults will face the reality of needing more assistance with their day to day lives. And oftentimes, their adult children will face the reality of needing to care for their aging parents or find, you know, that next stage, uh, independent living, assisted living, all those sorts of things. And, you know, it's difficult to know where to start planning, how to start planning and I'm so happy today that we're going to be talking to Laura from Chartwell because my Oma, who I often speak about, who's 102 years old, has been a resident at one of Chartwell's residencies for the last 10 years. And uh, I often say that she would have not lived another 10 years had she not uh, been in a place uh, like that that's helping her with her day-to-day living Meal prep, all those things, and she's so happy there. She often says to me, You know, Lori. I live like a millionaire now, and she's in a studio suite, but she says that because they help her clean, they help her shower, they're making meals, you know, she's just so happy to be at a place like that, uh, and we're so happy as a family, because we know that she's being well taken care of.
0: Wow, that's a great ad for Chartwell. We haven't even brought in the guest yet. <laughs> uh, today on Ready, Set, Retire, we are joined by Laura Van duzam who is a business development manager at Chartwell Retirement Residences. Chart- well is a Canadian company that offers senior living and long-term care. Their mission is to provide a happier, healthier, and more fulfilling life experience for seniors, as well as to provide peace of mind for the residents' loved ones. Laurie is joining us today to talk about the different types of senior living and how to make the transition and some tips to ensure that you and your loved ones are prepared for the future. Welcome to Ready, Set, Retire, Laura. Nice to have you.
2: Thank you so much for having me, and thank you for your rave review, Lori.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, like I say, I mean, she's been telling me that for 10 years. So yeah, I love it. <laughs> and she's going strong and uh, she's the happiest woman you've ever met. So that's why I talk about her on, uh, well, on Ready, Set, Retire as well as CKNW. And, uh, I love her dearly. So uh, she's very happy at Chartwell. So that's why we decided it'd be such a great idea to have you on. Yeah. I mean, Chartwell is great to talk about as well, of course, but also just senior living in general, because I get that question so often from clients. uh, You know, what is the next stage? What am I supposed to do? Where do I go? How do I do it? So happy to have you here and uh, we'll get going and ask you uh, a bunch of interesting questions on the topic.
0: Indeed. And uh, let's start off, Laura, with what kinds or what different levels of care exist in terms of uh, what Chartwell offers.
2: Absolutely. So Chartwell offers a wide range of health and wellness services at our retirement residences across British Columbia, including what is known as independent living, assisted living, memory living, and then we also offer long-term care.
1: So maybe you could tell us more about independent living.
2: Absolutely. So independent living is a lifestyle option that can include a range of convenient services such as housekeeping, leisure opportunities, outings, meals in our dining room so you don't have to worry about cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day. They're very independent, and they don't require additional care services. What they're seeking is social engagement, a worry-free lifestyle, a sense of connection, and just an overall peace of mind. They have their own apartment, condo, or even a townhome that they're able to furnish and decorate however they'd like, and they're also able to enjoy the added benefits of the various amenities and activities that are going on On a daily basis in the common areas of the residence while making friends and having fun with a community of other seniors.
0: Talk a bit about assisted living and how that's obviously a bit different from independent living.
2: Yeah, so there's a slight change with assisted living or otherwise known as independent supportive living. This combines all the perks of independent living with some added personal support services that can include medication administration, or assistance with daily routines like showering or getting dressed for the day. Personal support services may be offered by our Chartwell staff depending on its location. It could be government-funded home care services, or you could opt to have private pay services through an external company. Our assisted living or independent supportive living residents live in the same community as our independent living residents. They get to enjoy the same social opportunities, enjoy the same outings and leisure activities. They just have some extra supports in place to help them with their day.
1: Yeah, the social aspect, I think, of senior living is so important to, to mental health. And I think that's, again, what creates that quality of life in those uh, later stages. And what about the idea of memory living? How does that compare? Because I, of course, because of the age group I'm dealing with, I see a lot of Alzheimer's and dementia and so on. And so what kind of care is there for individuals that may be living with Alzheimer's or dementia?
2: So our memory living neighborhood is offered to those with mild to moderate Alzheimer's disease or dementia. We have caring staff that are trained specifically on how to support those with cognitive impairments. So this community has a dedicated secure neighborhood featuring its own dining rooms, lounges, activity rooms for that added extra layer of security and peace of mind. This community offers a wide range of daily activities for residents to enjoy and decide how they want to enjoy their day and foster their own independence. This program often includes up to 90 minutes of individualized daily care and 24-hour support staff on site. Residents are still really able to maintain their independence while living with mild to moderate Alzheimer's disease or dementia. Um, They can have their own studio-sized suite that is theirs to furnish and decorate however they'd like. They're able to enjoy the certain activities that they want to participate in um, and just be in a safe, caring, secured neighborhood with caring staff there that are just there to support them.
0: Now, you mentioned long-term care. Tell me a bit about that and uh, what's included in that, because clearly long-term care means exactly what it says, and people are going to be with you for perhaps for the duration of their lives.
2: Yeah, so long-term care is much different than retirement living, and the two are often confused with one another. Long-term care is designed for individuals that require 24-hour nursing care, or advanced dementia support in a secure setting. Long-term care is much more clinical in nature. With full-time nursing staff, it has more of a hospital feel to it. Chartwell offers both private pay and government-funded long-term care in Nanaimo, Langley, Surrey, and Burnaby within British Columbia.
0: So how do you determine which level of care is necessary? I'm sure that it's a discussion between staff at uh, Chartwell and uh, the family and uh, the person who is uh, going into care. But tell me a little bit about that process of determining what kind of care is needed.
2: We encourage prospective residents and their families to take a tour of our communities As a place to start, explore what levels of care are available in their desired location to really get a feel for the home and what may be a best fit for either themselves or their loved ones. As far as moving into a retirement community, uh, before move-in, prospective residents have an opportunity to meet with our resident health and wellness manager to help determine together what levels of care might be most suitable for the senior and how their care needs may evolve moving forward so we can really plan ahead and support a resident right from move-in. for government funded long-term care this process is different it's managed by the senior's physician or doctor upon a medical assessment after that medical health assessment, they're then placed on a wait list that's prioritized by need and managed by the healthcare region, whether that be Vancouver Coastal or the Fraser Health region. These wait lists can be quite long. Across BC, they can be as long as 12 to 18 months. And as I mentioned earlier, they are prioritized by needs. So based on that medical assessment, if there is a senior that requires more complex needs, that more urgent care, they'll be offered a bed sooner than someone whose care needs are less complex.
1: With assisted living and independent living, what is the average wait time now to get in there? Because I often tell clients, you know, you should be planning ahead because you don't know when a spot becomes available. So maybe today, you know, you're not thinking about going, but a year and a half you might be, but you won't be able to go right then and there. So what do you recommend for in terms of length of time for assisted or independent living?
2: Like you said, we always encourage seniors and their loved ones to plan ahead, to take those tours, explore the neighborhoods, see what they have to offer. As far as independent and assisted living, the waitlist can really vary based on location. So you'd really have to inquire with the specific resident that you're interested in. Some homes have no waitlist right now, and you're able to. Pick a suite and move right on in. Others can have a six-month, eight-month, year-long wait list. It also depends on what the resident, like how picky the resident is. So if you're really looking for that two-bedroom on the ground floor that's close to the dining room and that's the only place you're willing to move into, then you might have to wait a little bit for a suite like that to open up.
0: So when choosing a retirement residence provider, what are some of the things that families need to consider to ensure that it's a really good fit for their loved ones?
2: Families should consider the location of the home, their budget, the level of care or supports needed to ensure safety and peace of mind as well as take into consideration the various amenities and services that are offered at the home to really ensure that vibrant and engaging lifestyle that is key to retirement living. As a first step, like I mentioned, we encourage prospective residents to take that tour, ask questions, get a feel for the community, chat with other residents, chat with the staff members, see if it's a fit, and also look at the levels of care that are available to make sure that that particular residence works for them. Also, we like to encourage families to speak to our retirement living consultants who truly are just experts in the field, and they can answer more particular questions when it comes to pricing, value for your dollar, as well as any unique concerns that might be related to retirement living. They can also help refer prospective clients to other experts like financial experts, healthcare workers, realtors, downsizers, to help in making the move just be as fluid as as possible.
1: And what are some of the signs that a loved one may need additional care? I mean... I think that would be different in all the various stages or different types of residences. But what do you think would be some of the early signs if you're an adult child and you start to see things change with your parents? When should you be suggesting that maybe it's time to look at downsizing and and moving into independent or assisted living?
2: Love one may benefit from retirement living or additional care. When daily chores and tasks like yard work, cooking, cleaning, become really strenuous or even start to become neglected. When there's concerns about mobility or memory and families or even the senior themselves is starting to recognize it and they're becoming increasingly concerned about living at home on their own. Another consideration is when adult children or other family members are starting to take on more and more of that caregiver role which includes taking on those additional responsibilities to care for their loved one to ensure their health, safety, and well-being. So this can include things like grocery shopping, yard work, running errands, cleaning the house, ensuring that your loved one is showering, taking their medications, driving them to health care or doctor's appointments. And as a result of all these extra added tasks that are compounded by, you know, perhaps already working full time, having children living at home, you're not able to relax and just enjoy one another's company. One other aspect that I think is important to mention is if your loved one is experiencing loneliness or social isolation, which we discussed a little bit earlier, retirement living can offer friendships and social connections, opportunities to really connect that improve overall happiness and well-being.
0: What about the conversation that uh, has to take place as uh, either a family member or the retiree themselves starts to think about going into retirement living? Because I think for some families that can be very difficult, especially if the adult children are bringing it up.
2: Yeah. Transitioning to a retirement home is a big decision, as with any move, really, um, with lots of feelings and emotions attached, not just for the senior, but for their loved ones as well. As far as our retirement living consultants that constantly are doing tours and answering questions from family members that um, are curious about retirement living, we've really seen all the different emotions that are involved with it. And really, we just encourage families to listen listen. Empathize and bring about any concerns that they have regarding a senior, or a loved one in their life in a caring, compassionate, and respectful way. We advise them to really do some research themselves, perhaps even before having these conversations, to share the benefits of retirement living and to really clearly understand the differences between retirement living and long term care. One of the biggest benefits of retirement living is that social connection with those daily activities like happy hour, yoga classes, movie nights in the theater room. Not only can retirement living be a positive change by offering peace of mind and safety, but an opportunity to connect with other seniors. So really sharing those benefits and also educating yourself so you're able to deliver that with more confidence. Of course, we also encourage utilizing our retirement living consultants for support or as a resource. Like I said, they've really seen it all when it comes to the various emotions. And we're here to really just support and help seniors and their loved ones just make the best possible decision when it comes to care and making a change in their life.
1: that's a very good insight on all fronts there. I think families are often stressed out with helping and they do whatever they can. But you're right. There's a lot of people that are taking care of their children and their career day to day and also trying to care for their aging parent or parents. And by looking at retirement residences, whether it's assisted, independent or memory care, whatever it might be, it's actually better for everybody. Because you're right, you can enjoy that time that you have together instead of just Doing the shopping and the cleaning and, you know, trying to just get by day to day. And so, how can family members support to help make that transition to a retirement residence easier?
2: Absolutely. So, just like any move, there's lots of ways, big and small, that family members can help make the transition run as smoothly as possible. This includes being a listening, supportive, and enthusiastic ear. There may be days where your loved one might feel. More anxious, apprehensive about the move. They might feel more eager and excited about the change. All these feelings are normal and being a steady support can make a world of difference. Some other recommendations that I have include devoting time and support to the downsizing process. Consider hiring professional movers or downsizers to ease any added stress and let them take care of the logistics. Get excited and help them set up their new suite. Um, Get your loved one involved so their new space feels cozy and comfortable right from the start. Help them hang pictures on the walls. Take them for a shopping trip to find a new special decor item they can add to their bedroom or their living room, or even just surprise them with a little housewarming gift. Support them in getting acquainted to the new home. Of course, visit whenever you can, just like when they were living at their own home and moving into a retirement residence. You're free to come and go as you please. And I would also encourage loved ones to Encourage their, the senior in their life to get involved with those activities that are available at the home. And if they mention like, Hey, I'm planning on attending a yoga class or going to watch the connects game for in the movie theater room. Um, ask them how it went after get some feedback. And I think most importantly, ask them what you can do to support them. I think everybody likes to hear that just being asked what it is that I can do to help. So actively listening to their questions, comments, concerns both before and after move-in. And of course, reach out to our staff and management team, because we're here to support with the transition as well.
1: I was going to just quickly say just about yoga. Oma was actually in yoga till about a year ago, and that was one of her favorite social activities. And of course, Oktoberfest, because I bring in a Oompa pa band, and the seniors really love it there. And uh, she's been, like I said, attending Oktoberfest now for many years uh, at uh, the residence. And uh, that's one of her favorite pastimes, for sure. Love it.
2: Love it. <laughs> as a yogi myself, too, I very much appreciate that she's interested in that as well. That'll, that'll be me when I'm in a retirement home, too. <laughs>
1: exactly. You're going to know exactly what to do. Exactly.
0: When to it. So on that note, what are people typically most surprised about when it comes to retirement residents?
2: That is a great question. In my experience working in a retirement community and touring prospective residents and their families, people are often surprised by how cozy, comfortable and warm these neighborhoods truly are, and that they can offer a truly positive change, not just for the senior, but for the entire family. As I mentioned earlier, long-term care and retirement residences are often confused with one another. And while long-term care is an excellent option for those who require 24-hour acute nursing care, Retirement living offers a lifestyle, worry-free services that allow seniors to continue to foster their independence, enjoy their time with family members and friends and connecting with other seniors and just having lots of fun. Another element is that many seniors and their families are often surprised to learn that living at home and simply adding care services as needed is far from free. We do have a cost comparison tool available on our chartwell.com website that allows seniors and their loved ones exploring retirement living as an option to really evaluate the stay-at-home expenses such as mortgage payments, rental payments, strata fees, transportation costs for taxis or shuttles, housekeeping, landscaping, home care, Versus retirement living, where most of the elements that I just mentioned are already built into the monthly cost.
1: I love that idea. As a financial advisor, you have a calculator on your website. Sure do. (laughs) Calculating these things for people. Because, you know, I didn't even think of it that way. You're right. I mean, there's a lot of cost to staying in your home versus the cost of moving to senior care at all different levels. And I was just going to add too, you know, I think you're right with the long-term care versus the independent living and assisted care. Taking your loved one on a tour, I think is really important. Like I know many have thought about even assisted living or independent living and not really known what that was and thought it all looked like long-term care, more like the clinical type style. And that's definitely not what it is. And the first step is going to see some of those locations to really understand what it's all about. I think that helps. So I always encourage clients. That's the first step, really. And again, as a financial advisor, uh, costs are important. Absolutely. People are mindful of of what that's going to cost. And I have seen it varies greatly in terms of the care that you're going to need. Because again, with the clients that we're dealing with, 24-hour care is going to look very different than independent living. So maybe you could shed some light to that because we also are often estimating future care costs when we're updating uh, one's financial plan. So we're including that. So I would love to hear it from you, how it works and how it varies and, and what should people expect.
2: That is a great question. And I would like to start off by saying that I am not a financial expert (laughs) like you are, Lori. But when it comes to retirement living, um, there are a number of variables that can impact the overall price tag. And there's three areas that I'd like to highlight um, in my non-professional financial expert advice. (laughs) The first is location. Just like the real estate market fluctuates, as do retirement homes. So living in a retirement home in Mission, for example, will be less expensive than choosing to move into a retirement home in, say, North Vancouver. Secondly is the suite types and amenities. Many retirement communities, not just at Chartwell, but across the board, offer all different types of suites that come with a different price tag. A resident could choose a more modest studio suite that comes at a lower cost, Or they could choose to move into a one-bedroom, a one-and-den, a two-bedroom, even a townhome or a small villa if that's what's available at the retirement community and it works within their budget. Some suites have balconies, some do not. Some have full kitchens with all the appliances and a big island. Some have smaller, more modest-sized kitchenettes. Some retirement homes have suites or townhomes with multiple washrooms, gas, fireplaces, in-suite laundry, dishwashers. All these amenities will impact the overall monthly cost. Lastly, and most importantly, are the care services that are required. As you mentioned, independent or assisted living neighborhoods come at a lower cost versus the more specialized care that is required in, say, memory living. The more support services a senior requires to live safely and comfortably, the higher the cost will be. And of course, it's also important to bear in mind that care needs will change over time. Um, The care needs of a senior in this present moment might be very different six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. So that's important to take into consideration when it comes to budget. I encourage listeners to visit our Chartwell website, take a look at the cost comparison tool I mentioned earlier, and of course you'll find other blogs, videos, resources to explore um, that help in determining budget and better understanding the costs. I also um, encourage you to connect with our retirement living consultants who can refer seniors and prospective residents two financial experts that can really get into the nitty gritty of finances and work together to find a solution that works within your budget. And I know, Lori, you have some insight as well.
1: I think in my experience, what I've seen with a lot of clients that are looking at various resident options, I think it ranges anywhere between 3000 to maybe 8000 depending on care type of unit, all those sorts of things. Of course, the higher end of the range is for a lot of people who would need a lot more care. And at the lower end of the range, as you said, maybe it's not right in Vancouver or on the North Shore and it's more independent living, you're going to see that lower number. But again, until they really get in there and talk to a specialist, one of the financial experts at Chartwell or other senior care uh, facilities, then you're going to kind of get your answer. But I thought I would pipe in with a bit of a range just because I've seen so many different people go through that. And so I think that's important for people to know. And also that cost comparison, I think, is really important. And there could also be subsidies as well from the government in certain locations. And that depends on your overall assets and things like that, too.
0: The transition to senior living or additional care measures can be stressful for older people and their families. However, having an open conversation about one's wishes and taking steps to prepare can ease that process.
1: Thanks, Laura, so much for being here today. Uh, we really appreciate it. And I know our listeners do as well, uh, whether it's, uh, you know, s- someone who is thinking of retirement residents for themselves or adult children, uh, thinking about having that conversation uh, with their aging parents. I think all of it is super valuable uh, for right now. And uh, I appreciate you being here and giving us your time and, uh, and your knowledge. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much for having me today and all of your thoughtful questions. I hope that this discussion provided some extra insight into retirement living and the differences from long-term care. So thank you once again for having me. I had a lovely time and I wish all of your listeners a very happy holiday season and all the best for 2023.
0: But before you go, Laura, we always like to wrap up Ready, Set, Retire with a quote. And uh, I know you've been prepped. So what's your quote for us?
2: At Chartwell, our motto is making people's lives better, and we truly aspire to support seniors and their families through the care and services that we
1: provide. Thanks so much, Lauren. Again, just with that motto, you have definitely made Oma's life better. So I can uh, attest that that is the proper motto uh, for, for you guys, for sure.
0: Thanks again, Laura. And uh, Lori, we will uh, speak again in a couple of weeks on another edition of Ready, Set, Retire. I look forward to it already.
1: I do as well, John. Can't wait to talk to you again.
0: And that's a wrap for this week's edition of Ready, Set, Retire. If you're interested in learning more or have any questions, please don't hesitate to call Lori and her team at Pinkowski Wealth Management, 604-695-LORI, 604-695-5674. For Lori Pinkowski, I'm John McComb. Thanks for listening, and join us again in two weeks for another edition of Ready, Set, Retire. The comments and opinions expressed in this podcast are the result of work done by Lori Pinkowski. They may differ from the opinion of Canaccord Genuity's research and should not be considered as representative of Canaccord's beliefs, opinions, or recommendations. All views expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and do not constitute an offer or solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Canaccord Genuity Wealth Management is a division of Canaccord Genuity Corp., member of the CIPF and and I ROCK.